0: Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with The Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Leslie Klein. He's the CEO of CECOM Satellite Systems. Good morning, Leslie.
1: Good morning, uh, Jeff. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to speak with you.
0: Same. Uh, so, so for those that aren't familiar with CECOM, can you just give us a quick overview of the company?
1: Sure. Um, The company was started by me uh, in 1997, so it's uh, going to be 27 years soon that the company has been in existence. We went public uh, in uh, 2001, and uh, we raised about $5 million uh, at that uh, time, and we've never gone back to borrow any more funds or raise any more funds. The company has been quite healthy and profitable. Uh, for over the many uh, years we have uh, we have about twenty five million dollars of working capital uh we have paid out about twenty five million dollars in dividends over the last twelve or thirteen uh, uh, years that we've been paying dividends. And uh, we have a a product line that uh, is uh, in the satellite communication antenna business, delivering high-speed broadband into vehicles and movable structures. Uh, The company has over 10,000 installed systems in uh, 103 countries. And uh, sells through resellers, and it's developing a, a new uh, electronically steered antenna technology for the low earth orbit satellites that are going up by the thousands
0: well, first off um, that's a little unique um, for for most of our companies should Should investors be looking at you more for growth or or for income uh,
1: I would say it probably will be both. The market that we will be addressing with the electronically steered antenna business is going to be about a seventeen plus billion dollar uh, market because of the number of uh, uh, satellites and constellations that are going to be deployed and we believe that that uh, that new uh, transfer sorry transformation of uh, technology in the satellite business will dramatically change ccom's existing sales and profitability from what it is today where we are selling essentially uh, on the pause antenna systems uh, mainly for, for ground applications. But the uh, new antenna that we are developing will open up aero, marine, uh, ground, and rail type of applications as well, including military type applications that we are presently not really actively involved in.
0: So with a market that large, um, I imagine you're you know, a relatively small player at, at this time. Is that the case, or where do you fit into the competitive landscape, and, and what's your edge? How do you compete?
1: Well, the the uh, KA-band phased array electronically steered antenna business that is designed to uh, track low-Earth-orbit satellites simultaneously while you are moving from a vehicle or an aircraft or a, or a boat uh, is really in its infancy. It doesn't really exist in many ways uh it's very new technology and there's very few people if any out in the marketplace delivering this type of technology uh, to the constellations that are going up. For example, SpaceX is a KU band solution. It's it's a, a closed type of solution uh, for consumers uh, What we are developing is a commercial type of application for a wide array of constellations including existing GEO, LEO, and MEO um, constellations and uh, so we, we don't really see uh, a very very many competitors in this market today with products that are that are competitive, that are technologically advanced, they will probably come. But I think that with a $17 billion market, uh, there will be lots of room for lots of competitors.
0: And then is your product proprietary or is it based on know-how?
1: No, it's proprietary. We have over seven patents that we have filed on this technology and we are you know generating new ones uh, based on the design that we have developed so it is a proprietary technology its own uh, the ip is owned by seacom
0: can you give us uh, just some illustrations of the applications that it, that it's used for
1: okay well you know basically it delivers broadband to moving uh, moving moving vehicles boats planes it is going to be taking advantage of the tens of thousands of satellites uh, flying in low earth orbit And so any type of applications delivering essentially uh, Internet connectivity into um, a whole slew of applications. For example, the electronically steered antenna will be possible because of its modularity to use in self-driving tractors, uh, drones, aircraft, uh, all of the type of of uh, trans uh, transportation uh, the vehicles and uh, and many other applications where uh, connectivity is required over the satellite and where in locations where there's no other way to connect uh, and deliver uh, a tremendous amount of bandwidth so you can think of it uh, the applications are worldwide based worldwide they are pretty much everything that we do today on the internet. And uh, the only difference is that this would be possible to do while you are in full motion. So it doesn't matter if it's you're in a car uh, and you are in an area where there's no other connectivity or you are in the middle of an ocean or an aircraft, these type of antennas will be working uh, uh, seamlessly with a whole bunch of uh, constellations that are up there delivering broadband connectivity.
0: So, Leslie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm looking at, at this as your existing business, which is more fixed place uh, satellite uh, antennas, and the new product would be for things in motion. What Am I looking it? at that correctly? Yes.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's not fixed actually. It's called on the pause, which means that you have the existing uh, um, antennas that we manufacture today. We're sitting on top of a vehicle or transportable uh, on a tripod or carried uh, on a mempac as a mempac by a soldier, for example, and can be set up within minutes. And uh, you have communication from Mount Everest or any other place in the world. Uh, those are called on the pause type of uh, applications. What we are developing and we are almost done is on the move applications. So the difference will be that you you will have always on type of a communication from a satellite constellation that flies overhead and the electronic antenna, which is thin, small, light, and capable of switching. From one satellite to another uh, will make it possible for you to seamlessly be connected while you are in motion. So that will be the, the big difference. And the fact that these uh, low Earth orbit satellites are actually constantly moving, you will need an electronic antenna to track them and make sure that you can actually communicate with them while they are moving and you are moving.
0: What's your sales channel?
1: Well, we work through resellers. We have about 600 resellers in 103 countries. We don't manufacture anything. Everything is outsourced. And so most of the sales are done through resellers. We don't don't go direct. All of the sales are done through resellers who do the installation, support maintenance in, in the countries where they are located. And we've been doing it for 20 plus years, 25 years or so. And uh, as I said, we have over 10,000 antennas deployed all over the world, and they are working flawlessly. Many have been out in the field for 10 years. We have a lot of uh, oil and gas uh, companies in the Sahara Desert and also in the northern part of Canada and uh, and uh, other parts of the world, like in the deserts of Australia and Sahara, uh, where these antennas are utilized for, for uh, oil and gas exploration. And so we, have a, we, have, uh, we work with companies like Hughes and Viasat and Utilsat around the world where our antennas are deployed on their, their services. So it's a, it's a very interesting, very niche uh, vertical market that uh, we have been uh, working on for the last 26 years.
0: Now, now these resellers, are, are they going to be the same ones that uh, will help with your new product, or is that going to require opening up additional sales channels?
1: They will be the same in, in many respects because they will have access to satellite connectivity, but there will be many other OEMs, for example, who will be able to take our uh, electronically steered antenna modules and build specific applications like for the military Or uh, custom applications for self-driving tractors, or uh, missiles, sorry, uh, 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 drones, and other type of applications where their knowledge and our technology will merge to develop a new solution. So there will be additional opportunities. Uh, for these uh, for these uh, OEMs and and resellers to create new markets, and therefore there will there will be other resellers that uh, will be buying the product for other type of applications.
0: Okay, so if I have this right, uh, the new products can address a much larger market. Your manufacturing um, uh, is outsourced. Does that mean you'll be able to uh, scale easily to meet that demand?
1: Very easily. Yeah, very easily because we don't need to have a factory, we we use multiple uh, outsourced manufacturers at the moment, we build um, hundreds uh, of antennas at the same time, we have uh, an inventory of about $7 million worth where we can ship immediately products, so we are different from uh, almost everybody else who actually manufacture these products in house, and so the scalability is, is limited uh, because, uh, because they have, uh, you know, physically uh, limited space, limited capacity. That's why we, we have uh, actually, uh, we are working with uh, outsourced manufacturers, multiples of them in different countries. Most of it is in Canada at the moment, but uh, we may have to look at other countries also uh, for this uh, electronically steered antenna and uh, and see if we can manufacture them uh, in those countries, because the technology is actually quite advanced, so we need to find the right uh, outsourced manufacturers who have the proper equipment to build many, many of these new antennas.
0: Uh, how about the average sale size? Is that going to be roughly the same, or do you expect that to change much?
1: Well, it depends on the volume. If, if uh, you know, if uh, the if the volume of these antennas uh, becomes very large, then the Per antenna sales will be roughly the same, or, or maybe even less than what we are selling today. But uh, the the uh, for for practical purposes, at the moment we are selling antennas between a 20000 thousand $20, dollar US range up to a seventy thousand or seventy five thousand dollar US range per antenna. So it depends on the type of application, but I would say that they would be roughly in the same order as what we are selling today, but they would be obviously on a much larger scale.
0: Okay. And and the revenue model, I I imagine it's an outright sale, and and are you selling it to value-added resellers, or, or what does the revenue model look like?
1: that 's that 's what it is we're selling it to value added resellers and uh, they buy the product from us they pay for it, and basically they activate it and they get recurring revenue from the product, including warranties and and uh, and uh, support uh, that we basically uh, we just sell them the hardware so they buy it and they sell it, and once they bought the product, they are basically they own it and they own the customer. So we, we work with, with them on that basis that they essentially are buying the product from us and they're reselling it to their customers.
0: Okay. And it's hardware. What kind of uh, gross margins do you get?
1: It's about 55
0: to 60%. Okay. And do you expect that to, to hold with new product as well?
1: We hope so yes that that's the goal is to keep keep the margins uh, about the same as these the existing uh, legacy technology that we are selling
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but the the new product is somewhat delayed than when originally anticipated. Am I right there, and if so yeah, in you hold yeah you
1: correct yeah, the hold up has been covid about two years worth mind you, We have actually developed and designed and and launched a product in 2021. So it's over two years ago. We have built the technology exactly the way it will ultimately look uh, on a reduced scale because the product is scalable. So we, build a, we built a 1,000 element antenna two years ago. We tested it over Telesat, and we actually have verified that it works, that the technology works. And so now we we are building a 4,000 element antenna, which will be uh, significantly uh, higher in performance, not much bigger in size, but that will be the basic building block of the antenna. And the reason for the for the delay is that we have been working with the University of Waterloo here in Canada that has been developing this technology for us uh, under a Canadian government uh, funded uh, R&D project. And so during the COVID, you know, we had no access for almost two years, uh, you know, for into the labs, and uh, it was a very difficult uh, transition process until COVID, uh, you know, went away and and access to labs was lifted. We have since uh, hired uh, the entire PhD and postdoc team from the university who were developing this technology for the last five years, and they are working on the of the campus of the university in our own offices and they are continuing the development of this technology. So we did lose some time, but I don't think we missed much. Most of the constellations other than, uh, SpaceX, for example, which is, as I mentioned, a consumer play are just going off, you know, taking off, going up and, uh, constellations like telesats are still, you know, behind a couple of years. So by the time most people, uh, have launched, including, uh, 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 Amazon, for example, uh, we will have a tested, uh, truly tested product running through uh, manufacturing and, and we hope to improve on the design. We are also developing the integrated circuits that are going into the technology itself. And so we hope that within a number of years, we will have our own technology, uh, our own RFICs that are going to be used in the building of these antennas, which will make them uh, less expensive and hopefully much more efficient.
0: Okay. So when is the launch of this product now anticipated?
1: We are finishing the testing this year, and uh, we expect to get some certifications uh, early next year. And uh, so we hope that we will have a number of these antennas in the hands of of large satellite operators who will be able to Tested and confirmed that they do what they supposed to do, and so hopefully next year would be a, a good year for us to have an initial launch of this uh, of the these antennas.
0: Okay, and is it going to require a lot of capital to get it to that point?
1: No, it will not. I think we have uh, pretty much. Uh, I spent all the capital that was required, and the company is very well financed. Uh, as I mentioned, we have over $25 million, or around $25 million of working capital, and so we, we will not need any funds.
0: I, I'd ask you what you're most excited about, but this sounds like it. Is that correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Do, do you have any early customers that you know have, have looked at this and gave you optimism for its acceptance?
1: well almost everybody that looked at it we have displayed it at the satellite show in washington 2 years ago and the big question was when is it going to be available for sale so so i don't think there's is an issue with uh, with with uh, uh demand it's more of an issue of being able to produce it and deliver it at uh, the right price at the right time. So it's uh, the demand will be there. The demand will be, be definitely there. Also, how large a demand would depend on the cost of the product itself and how many can we manufacture and how fast can we manufacture it. And uh, so the demand will be there. There's no question about that.
0: Okay. So, So what's the biggest challenge then?
1: Well, the biggest challenge is to putting it all together, right? I mean, you have to manufacture it. You have to make sure that the manufacturers actually deliver the quality of this product and they're building it the first time. So there is, you know, there is a lot of hand holding, a lot of back and forth. And then once you have built the first one, then essentially make sure that you can distribute it. To you know, to the right satellite uh, companies who are who would be interested in testing it and looking at it, and then also give it uh, to some of the resellers to show to their to their customers, potential customers. So it's a process, but but I think the the worst or the hardest part is over pretty much because the design, the development of it. And to make sure that the actual concept works has been proven over two years ago. So we feel comfortable that the actual final product will work and it will deliver as as expected. Now the biggest challenge will be to make sure that the component costs that are that are used in the in the antenna design are, are realistic in terms of price and also that are available. As you know, there has been a lot of issues with supply chain. Uh, management. Some of the components were just not available uh, for even large car manufacturers. So there's still a lot of things that one needs to overcome. But but those are really minor in comparison to what we have achieved until now.
0: So what I have haven't I asked you that you wish I would have asked?
1: I guess you covered it all, Jeff. I can't think of any. Anything else, I think we covered the health of the company, the profitability of it, uh, the fact that we pay dividends, and the fact that the stock is undervalued in my opinion because it's just a little bit higher than when we went public with nothing so it's a it 's a quirk of the stock market, I guess that the stock uh, can be uh, uh, can be as low as when one has nothing and when one has some revolutionary interesting technology, and uh, we hope that with, uh, with the launch of this uh, new antenna and with uh, announcements of other uh, deals that we have received, uh, we just recently um, announced a $3 million deal. Most of it was for Mempac antennas that we manufacture, and, and we gotten them into the hands of a number of military customers. So that opens up a new market for us also with the military, although the antennas are not mil-spec. They are used by militaries because they are reliable, they are durable, and they are very well-priced compared to mil-spec, um, type of antennas. So that's about all I can think of that uh, we have not covered in detail. But otherwise, um, pretty much everything that, uh, that you ask, I think, covered, uh, covers the company and uh, its technology.
0: Well, very good. Looks like it's going to be an exciting new year for you, and I, I thank you for sharing the story.
1: My pleasure. And thank you for having me, Jeff. Much appreciated.